coming up on this week's episode of RSVP. But I just have to say, there was definitely no glitz and glam here. There were just a lot of sweat patches and a lot of BO. All this time, I've basically been telling people I hate them and I didn't even realise. Oh my God, I'm going to die here. I'm never going to see my family again. It's time for a little RSVP, the show full of rats and stories, visions and pains and so much more with special guests and fun galore. Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams, confessions and everything in between. So sit back, relax, pour a wine or whiskey, get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP. Hello and welcome to RSVP, the podcast for events and travel professionals that are looking for inspiration and, well, silliness. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by the Convention Centre Dublin, and we'll hear more from them a little bit later. But I'm really excited because this is the first episode of season four. And yes, it's been a while, but we are finally back to your ears and I thought, what better way to start off a season than interview someone right under my nose? And that is you, Miss Charlotte Flack. Hello. Lovely to be here. Very excited. I actually think you might be one of the most well-traveled people. The best guest people. ever. Yeah, the best guest <laughs> yeah. ever. Because event planners are... We do travel more than event planners. Like, we by do. the nature of our job. And you've been on incredible trips. Absolutely. So, I can't wait to talk more about those. You know I love to talk. You're also crazy. That's, yeah. I think that yeah. anyone that knows you, has met you in the industry, knows Charlotte Flack is crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, she is, of course, our premium content editor here at CNIT. And I thought, you know, let's, let's kick off the season in-house. Not to mention, you're going to be hosting some of the future episodes of this season. So it's a nice introduction to you. Yeah. Uh, because there'll be some episodes where you're interviewing people, somewhere I'll be interviewing people. And I thought, you know what, let's not just throw you in there and people be like, who's, who's this? Let's like get to know you first. And also, I want people to get to know my dulcet tones. Oh, right? yeah. Especially right now, because I've got a bit of a cold, so I'm slightly husky. Yeah, it's that so, sort of Phoebe, yeah. Phoebe from Friends kind of, exactly. you just need to keep this for the entire yeah. season now. So you know the format of the podcast better than anyone, but for those listening, uh, it's broken down into R, S, V and P. It's an acronym and the R stands for rants. So Charlotte, what is your rant? Well, to be honest, where do I start? Anyone who knows me knows that I am a fiery bitch and I love <laughs> I love a good rant. I love to get really fired up about stuff. Um, but I guess one of the things that feels particularly relevant and important right now, not just to me, but to everyone I'm speaking to in the industry, is uh, snippy emails. And hmm. I've noticed there's a lot of snippy emails going around, aren't there, at the moment? You know, you've got your, as per my last email, if you'll just see what I said previously, actually, I think you'll find... These are phrases I'm seeing all the time. Maybe it's just me. Maybe people hate me. Totally possible. No, no, <laughs> I know. I love that. The, the read between the lines stuff. There's, exactly. lo there's lots of like memes on Instagram that sort of translate, you know, as per my previous, where actually it means fuck you. you know? Exactly. There's all the snippy emails, but there's also most tellingly, there's the hierarchy of signatures. So you've got like, I always sign off with warmest wishes because I thought it sounds polite, nice, kind of kind of cuddly because I'm quite a cuddly person. <laughs> and um, But then I read a meme the other day that said it sounds like you're handing somebody a warm fart. So Wow, wow. 
So I probably won't be using that anymore. But um, all the best, that's a nice one. Best wishes is quite friendly. BW if you're really cool and just don't have time to write out the whole full words. Um, But then, so that's the top end. That's like good. But then you get into the regards territory. So, you know, warmest regards means not warm regards. I have no warm feelings towards you. Kind regards. There's no kindness in that. No, no, no. This person hates you. But the worst of all, if you get an email that signs off with regards, it means I hope you fucking die. So yeah, I've been getting a few of those. I'm sure other people have as well, Callum, knowing look from you. I'm, I'm actually, I'm ashamed to say that my default it's actually no. part of my email signature. No. Is kind regards. For God's sake. Because I thought that was the nicest thing to say. So now, all this time, I've basically been telling people I hate them and I didn't even realise. Yeah. And yeah. everyone hates you too, so it's fine. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> well, actually, that's the other thing is I've had people internally say, like, line managers of teams that I've corresponded with said to me, like, oh, they think you don't like them. And I was like, what do you mean? I, th- I love them. They're great. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, you're really short on, like, messages with them. And I don't mean to be, but I just rush and I just quickly like jot down the sentence. Yep, yeah, cool, excellent, right, cool, brilliant, thank you. But now I'm like trying to consciously put in a like, haha, or yay, or a smiley face, smiley face yeah. because I'm like, I'm, I know that my emails come across so blunt, but that's the nature of like text versus in-person communication. Exactly. And that brings it all back to to live, doesn't it really? And how good we all are face to face. And that's the thing, isn't it? So much gets lost in translation. And that person may genuinely be being rude or having a bad day, but equally, it could mean absolutely nothing. And that's just how they write their emails. But I think going back to my rant, this has been a bit of around the houses rant, (laughs) but going back to my main point, Everyone's having a really bad time right now. Almost everybody is is saying that they're having it hard. So I think let's just be nice. Don't assume that email's rude. Don't don't write regards, Callum, looking Sorry. at you. My bad. Um just be nice, be kind. I know it's like an overused phrase, but yeah, just think about what other people might be going through and how stressed they are. Next time, give them a warmest wishes, a nice little warm package. <laughs> So the next part of RSVP is the stories. And there are three stories I want you to relive for us. The first of which is your most memorable destination. I think the one that stands out for me, which was earlier this year, is Botswana. It was just incredible. And I would really recommend this to any incentive planner out there because it is just a destination full of, you know, bucket list once in a lifetime experiences. So you know, we did tons of safari. We were doing safari almost every day. I saw so many elephants that I actually got bored of elephants. Like, can you believe, can you believe, like, that's such a privilege, isn't it, to even say that? I saw cheetahs, I saw giraffes, crocodiles, all of, basically all of the big five, um, to the extent that it was just becoming normal, like a normal everyday occurrence. Um, I also went in a helicopter and I flew over the desert, which was incredible. Wow. Yeah, it was wow. Um, And then I actually slept overnight on the salt pans and there's nothing out there because the ground is covered in this thick layer of salt. So there's no animals, there's no insects. Obviously, there's no plants, there's no people. So it was literally just, just us, I think six of us. And then there were two cooks and a couple of other staff who were setting up our beds, etc. And uh, we slept out under the stars. It was just a mattress. Um, and it, it was incredible. The stars were so bright. We were looking at the constellations with that, you know, the app on your phone, which mm. tells you where everything is. 
it was just it was amazing and the thing about Botswana is that they do less safari but it's higher quality because they don't want over tourism yeah so it really is if you want something that's really special and bespoke I really say Botswana is the one it's it's touched my heart I love that I often say that my favorite destination I've ever been to is the Serengeti and I feel like Botswana sounds like it may be just one level above that in terms of like remoteness (laughs) and also, I don't know if you know this, um, I recently discovered this, and this is very controversial to even bring this to the podcast right now, but Harry and Meghan, yeah, yep, I brought Uh-oh. them in, <laughs> I've, I just watched uh, their Netflix documentary, and apparently like, they met like twice, they went on really quick dates, and then their third date was like five days in Botswana in a tent. That's and intense. that was like the make or break of their relationship, it was like, right, we're stuck together in a tent in Botswana, and... You know, obviously that led to them getting married, but yeah. it looked like an incredible destination. And I think the the stripped back bare element of it is one, a great bonding session, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But two, just, you know, the ultimate kind of experience and back to nature. And oh, I, I love Africa. It, yeah, Africa's an amazing destination. Um, and, and you are also not just for the safari. There's lots of, the food is incredible. I mean, the, the landscapes are really, really beautiful. Um, the people are so warm and, and lovely and genuinely nice. It really is top destination for me. And I just want to go back to Harry and Meghan. That sounds intense, but exactly like my kind of date. Intense. Harry, take me to Botswana for five days, please. I'm of desperate course. to go back. Of course you would expect that. <laughs> The next story is your most memorable hotel experience. Okay, so not technically a hotel. When I was, I'm going to sound like such a pompous ass now, but when I was in the Seychelles earlier this year, <laughs> we actually spent a night on a luxury yacht, a private yacht, which was absolutely incredible. I mean, it was quite stripped back in terms of accommodation. You know, you only get, you get a tiny little cabin um, and there's no mini bar and there's no like luxurious walk-in shower, etc. because there just isn't the space. But what you don't have in terms of like this stunning hotel room, everything else is just absolutely incredible. You have a chef who cooks all your meals. You have staff making you drinks, waiting on you hand and foot. Um, the yacht took us out into the marine park, which is around the island, the capital island, and jumped off the boat into the ocean and went snorkeling. And then uh, at sunset, we um, we sat on the deck and drank champagne. And it was it was just amazing. It was just incredible. If your if your delegates don't care about you know whole fancy hotel room, but want something really special and really unique, this is the thing. It was it was fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Definitely my top accommodation experience. That is more and more of a trend. I think is like the idea of like super super luxury hotel isn't necessarily what people want. They want Mm. something just unique. They want something Instagrammable. They want something that they can go back to and say, I slept on this yacht in the Seychelles. I, you know, snorkeled and then had sundowners. Like they they want that experience more than perhaps the turn down service and the, you know, gold plated cutlery, you know? Absolutely. If you want something a bit different, you've got to think outside the box. You know, it's not just about those little luxurious finishing touches. It's about the overall holistic experience that your delegate is going to have. How's it going to make them feel? Are they going to be able to go back and say, there's no way in a thousand years, even if I saved up forever, I would be able to afford this. This week's podcast is brought to you by the world's leading meetings and conference centre 2022, the Convention Centre Dublin. 
The CCD is an iconic, flexible and inspirational setting for those planning an event in Dublin, Ireland. Consider Dublin for your next event, which is conveniently located at the gateway to Europe, Ireland and is easily accessible for UK, US and EMEA delegates. Visit www.theccd.ie to find out more. The next story I'd like you to share is your most memorable food experience. Okay, so this one is a bit out there and uh, you're going to need to wait for me to tell my long rambly story, but I promise you there is a point. So about six years ago... Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Six years ago, I went to Sarawak and uh, one of the days we were there, they said to us, okay, everybody, get into your workout gear. We've got a surprise for you. And I just thought, oh my God, workout gear, surprise. This does not sound promising whatsoever, not to me anyway. And uh, they then put us on this coach and they drove us for ages and ages and dropped us off at this abandoned stadium. It was 37 degrees. They hadn't given us any water. And they said to us, right, you're now going to do a 5K obstacle course. Now, there was zero health and safety on this obstacle course, uh, i.e. an eight-foot wall, which people were helping to boost the uh, participants over. The woman was obviously bored or just thought that I looked like a bit of a dick. So she boosted me head first, and I almost cracked my brains on the concrete. That was fun. Uh, another one of the obstacles was a an eight-storey high rope pyramid with no crash mats. And uh, I'm I'm quite a um, vertically challenged person. So <laughs> I, I, could, I was like, I'm going to fall through one of the, those holes. And also, I don't like heights. So I was like, I'm just not doing it. And Weirdly, were, that sounds like a, a an old childhood playground that I used to play on. Again, no health and safety back in those days. Oh, God, no, yeah. no. That was the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah oh, I love yeah. the 90s. <laughs> Complete chaos. Yeah. Everything was chaos. But anyway, so they said, no medal for you. Anyway, they put us back on the coach, still no water. And then they drive. It's By this time, it's getting dark. Like, darkness is falling. They drive us out into the countryside. And we're like, where the hell are we? It's pitch black. The coach stops and chucks us all out on this dirt path. And there's nothing. There's some lights in the distance, but there's absolutely nothing. We're in the middle of nowhere. And there's rabid dogs everywhere, really hungry-looking rabid dogs. And they say, walk! And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die here. I'm never going to see my family again. What is this? Eventually, we get to this tiny little village, and they take us into this shack. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's happening? Am I going to die? We go inside. It's a restaurant, and it's set up for a gala dinner. A very modest gala dinner, but a gala dinner nonetheless. And the walls are lined with tanks full of, like, crabs and fish and all sorts of strange seafood that I've never seen before. And they sit us down and say, right, this is dinner, and we're also going to be doing karaoke. And then I proceeded to eat a really fantastic meal and do some absolutely fantastic renditions of Spice Girls classics. So it turned Even if out, you do say so yourself. Even if I do say so myself. Yeah, I do love a bit of karaoke. But um, yeah, so unbelievably, after almost dying of heat exhaustion and fearing for my life and uh, being circled by very hungry dogs... I had a very good meal and it was definitely an experience. And again, I'm going to go back to what I said before. It's not just about the food, is it? It has to be has to be everything. It has to be where you are, what happens. Are you afraid for your life before you get the meal? That really adds to the experience, I've got to say. Note to anybody listening, if you want to make a meal taste good, threaten people's lives before before they get to sit down. But I just have to say, there was definitely no glitz and glam here. There were just a lot of sweat patches and a lot of BO. So the next part of RSVP is the V, which is where you 
visualize your dream event. And that's, as we know by now, your mind is crazy. So oh, I'm yeah. very it's much a dark looking place. forward to it. It is a dark place. Very so dark. where would your dream event happen? What would it look like? Well, um, I'm a bit of a nerd. And one of my favorite TV programs ever is BoJack Horseman because it's it's just really smart for a cartoon and it it's just it's quite dark. It's it's also quite dreamy a lot of the episodes. And there's one in particular that I think is in season three, which any fans will recognize instantly. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And it t- the whole thing takes place underwater. And there isn't there's no dialogue and there's not really any sound. There's just this really lovely soundtrack in the background and then the noise of people trying trying to talk and just <laughs> So what what do they sound like? They go Okay. Something yeah. like that. Um and everyone who's not a sea creature has to wear this kind of glass helmet so they can breathe underwater. And this episode is especially fascinating because They've completely ignored the laws of time, space, physics, etc. You know, people are sitting down at tables and they're eating meals, even though they've got these glass helmets on. People are going to the cinema. People are driving cars underwater. And this just inspires me because I think if I could do anything, yeah, and a, a deep sea event somewhere that is so unexplored. We don't know that much about, but we know that there's these amazing transparent fish with like lights on their heads. And I just think that would be absolutely incredible. And also to defy the laws of physics, what's more amazing than that in an event where there are no rules at all? It's just all about imagination, creativity, and just something really beautiful and moving. There's something, what I really like about this, yeah, you know, the pressure of being that deep undersea, throw that out the window. Being able to eat through a glass bubble on your head, yeah. throw that out of the way. But what I like is this this weird kind of silence. You know, like every gala dinner you've ever been to, there's this hubbub of chatter yeah. and you can... And, and clinking of glasses and all this. The idea of it just being completely serene and actually like super silent, yes. but, but still being sociable and interacting and... And engaging. And, and engaging. Like, yeah. it's, it is, that's, I'm, I'm like, my arms, you can't see them, but my arms are like kind of moving yeah. with the ocean right now because I'm feeling this like current as you're, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that sounds great. And the way you move underwater, it's mm. so like free and almost like you're, sounds very corny, it's like you're dancing, isn't it? You know, there's a, uh, yeah, I just, um, if you haven't watched the episode, watch it and you'll see exactly what I mean. But yeah, there's something, something about it that I thought was really beautiful and just really spoke to me. So the final part of RSVP is the pains. And this is where our listeners write in with an anonymous confession. I will read this to you and just feel free to react. You've not heard this. Even though you are part of Team CNIT, I have kept this from you because I wanted an organic reaction. Okay, okay. I also feel like you'll be able to relate to this. Oh God, where's this going? Well, it's it's, (laughs) it's happened on a fam trip and you've been on many fam trips. So you'll be able to get in the the zone of that. So here we go. Dear Callum, I was on a fam trip to a far-flung destination with a group of about six event planners. You know what fam trips are like. Lots of site visits, lots of activities and lots of luxury experiences. All in all, it was an epic exploration of the destination. You may also know from fam trips that there is always one. Oh my God, yes. There is, isn't there? Always. And also, can I just caveat that with... 
If there isn't, then it's you. (laughs) (laughs) On this trip, the one wasn't offensive and in fact quite lovely, but this person was a character to say the least. And after spending a few days together, the group had come to expect a certain level of entertainment from this individual. Let's call them Joe, a gender neutral name. But Joe shocked and surprised us all on the last day of this fam when we were on a site visit at a luxury five star hotel. As we entered the lobby, we were gifted with a beautiful display of cocktails and greeted by the staff. There was a level of class to this establishment and I myself felt slightly underdressed. I'm, I'm picturing like almost Ritz level here. Yeah, you know? 100%. Um, you know, something a bit, bit, bit escalated bouginess. Yeah, yeah. After drinking our drinks, we were then led on a tour of the property and were taken to a couple of rooms, including the presidential suite. The room was incredibly grand. It was giant. It really wouldn't be hard to get lost in such a suite. In fact, that's exactly what happened to Joe. (laughs) We were leaving the room and realised we were missing someone. So we all went back into the suite, split up and went to look for Joe. Eventually, there was only one place left unturned and a familiar trickling sound confirmed that Joe was in fact in the toilet. (laughs) In this luxury presidential suite, <laughs> on a site visit, on a site... This is ridiculous. What was he, or she, doing in there? That's my question. <laughs> the group was stunned and had to suppress laughter, but the hotelier's face was less amused. In fact, the rather proper gentleman looked furious, <laughs> as did the fam trip leader. Eventually, the flush sounded... <laughs> And Joe appeared nonchalantly explaining that they were desperate and just had to go. The hotelier called room service and asked for the room to be cleaned immediately as the guests were due to check in soon and remained rather frosty for the rest of the tour. Well, I mean, okay, this is maybe not going to be a popular opinion, but I would have done the same. You gotta go, and those tours they can go on for quite a while. I, I, I guess, I guess. I think in my head though, like you're in a hotel, there's bound to be toilets, like public toilets, to use quite easily. And I just wonder if the presidential suite is the place to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, if you're gonna, if nature calls, where which toilet do you want to be in? It's the presidential suite. I think no no shade whatsoever on Joe. What a legend. <laughs> I would have done exactly the same. All I want to know is, was it like one of those frosted glass doors? Oh, I, I, mean, I, I, I don't need know. to know. I, know. I need to know. Or just seeing the silhouette of, of yeah, said person. Yeah, or someone bending over and giving themselves a wipe, you know. I, oh, I wow. Need... <laughs> oh, wow. You've I need there. to... There's so many questions and not enough answers in this story. Anyway, thank you so much, Charlotte. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest and thank as a you. future host of this season. Absolutely. I hope I've been somewhat entertaining. You have, as um, always. Also, I really hope I still have my husky voice next time because really, really enjoying this, really enjoying it. We'll just have to make sure that you stay ill. I mean, that's Absolutely. that's great. That's great uh, management there, it isn't is it? It is great yeah. management, yeah. <laughs> make your staff constantly ill so they sound good on a podcast. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, thank you again. And I look forward to some future episodes with uh, hearing you, maybe your husky voice and lots of exciting guests that we've got lined up for this season of RSVP. Absolutely. Watch out, everyone. Charlotte's coming. Charlotte's coming.